Merry Christmas and welcome to the A Friend For You podcast. I'm Greg Rice, your host, as we strive to know Jesus and help others know Jesus. Jesus, the Christ in Christmas, is more than the reason for the season. He is the Savior of the world and the hope of all mankind. You are a part of a community that is seeking to further the kingdom of God. There's a chill in the air and a crisp breeze in the wallet as we push to get ready for Christmas this time of year. Decorations and festive music appear everywhere. It would seem the whole world is excited to see the holiday come, but that is not always the case. Some people totally miss the whole point of what the season is about. Ebenezer Scrooge is the traditional person who just doesn't get it right. In fact, it has become so part of our culture that we call someone a Scrooge who is a penny pincher that doesn't appreciate Christmas. Many may find it hard in 2020 to not be a Scrooge. Pandemics, botched elections, fighting on the right, fighting on the left, masks, no masks, public worship, no public gatherings, family gatherings, staying home alone. People seem more divided than ever before. Depression's on the rise, distrust is on the rise, abuse and hopelessness is on the rise. Sickness and death from the virus is on the rise. Man, it is enough to make anyone feel like Scrooge. Bah humbug to the whole world. But hold on. Before we lose heart, let's remember that Jesus came to set captives free. It is by his stripes we are healed. Jesus brings hope for the hopeless, and Jesus paid for our death penalty and provides us with eternal life. Scrooge is struggling with many of these feelings as well. Today, the prophet Isaiah is going to visit with Scrooge to see why God says he is sending his only son to earth. God is blessing and we are continuing to expand the message. Over 630 times the message has been heard in 21 states in the U.S. and 9 countries around the world. In the midst of the world going crazy, this beacon of hope continues to move forward. Thank you for listening, liking, and lending this message to those who might learn. God, thank you for always having a plan. You could have chosen any way to save the world, but you chose to send your one and only son, Jesus. Jesus paid the price for our sins, sorrows, and provided salvation. Thank you for loving us so much. Jesus, please provide the assistance we need during this pandemic. Provide healing for the hurting and those who have the virus. Provide hope for the hopeless and help for our Friend For You podcast to continue to grow and get the message of Christ to the world as we strive to expand your kingdom. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Man, have you guys been around here lately? Crowds bumping into people, waiting in line. Even during the pandemic, it seems like like people just don't care and they're out there shopping. It seems like the cost of everything is going up. Everybody seems to be in a bad mood. There's shootings and riots going on everywhere. But wait, there's more. 
Everywhere I go, I see people putting up lights and trying to look festive. For some, it started before Halloween, hoping to bring a little cheer into an otherwise blank year. Blinking and twinkling, colored and clear, far too much electricity is wasted this time of year. Everywhere you look, I want this and I want that. Give me, give me, give me seems to be the theme of the day. You know, that studies show over 60% of what was bought on Black Friday weekend. By the way, didn't that used to be Thanksgiving weekend? But studies show that over 60% of what was bought on Black Friday weekend was bought for the shopper themselves. You want to see that special, superficial, kind spirit? Take a hike. Just take that last special toy someone was trying to get for themselves and see it fly away. People have lost jobs. Financial markets have greatly fluctuated. There's a fear of health issues, death, and and yet somehow we've spent 6% more this year than we did last year over Black Friday weekend. Why? Because we want joy and happiness, and we know that joy and happiness come from spending. That's what I, I'm hearing in this world today, and bah! Then if that's not enough, there's the whole reindeer and Santa thing. It's just too much. I mean, I don't want to get rude here, but come on. A fat guy in a red suit that breaks into your house to leave a few presents. Next thing you're going to try to tell me, raising my taxes will benefit me. But wait, there's even more. Deer from some northern country that can actually fly are connected to a sleigh that comes carrying the fat man to every single house in one night. Man, all this is just a bunch of humbug. Bah, me thinks someone's drinking too much eggnog. I wish you a Merry Christmas. Come and spend your money in my business. Humbug. Silver coins. Silver coins. We all like to spend them this season. I want toys. Greedy girls and boys. That's what it's really all about. Bah. Come spend your money in our store. We've lots of stuff for sale. If you do, they'll be happy and your Christmas will not fail. Bah, humbug. What is Christmas really supposed to be about? It somehow seems so superficial. It seems to be everything it shouldn't be. I've learned that it is Christmas that is supposed to change me. Something about this season should truly make a difference. I can see it in some of your eyes. You're really a Scrooge too. Well, yes, yes, I'm a Scrooge. You would think that if God wanted us to know something special about this whole Christmas thing, he would have told us about it. Whoa there, Ebby. That's quite some tirade. What's your big problem with Christmas? It's a wonderful time of year. Oh my goodness. Old Marley did tell me that I would see three people to help me better understand Christmas, but you are not what I expected. Who are you? Well, I am probably best known as Isaiah. I am one of God's prophets. God used me and some others to help people know about his plan to save the world. Well, how about that?
So how much profit did you make, God? Tell me, what say ya, Isaiah? I didn't say I made money for God. I was a prophet. That means that God used me to tell information about the future. Specifically, I've been sent to talk to you about Christmas. Actually, I talked about the most important person in the Christmas story thousands of years ago. Well, maybe you can help me to understand why this whole Christmas thing is so important. I have a message from the Lord for you. And for all these wonderful people out there as well. The words I sent share with you today are not my words. They are the words that God shared with me years ago. Well, where should I start? How about this Christmas child that Christmas is all about? I don't want to brag, but God trusted me and some other guys to tell all mankind what would happen. You see, the whole world would be doomed, lost in sin. We need a way to get right with God again. A savior for the whole world. But how do we know who was the right guy? Well, God started to set up some prophecies to point the way to his salvation. First, let me tell you about some background of this child. The child will be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel is literally God with us. This child is not a mere child. He is God and man. He is going to be a Nazarene and out of Galilee. Genesis said he will be born of a woman. Actually, he will be born of a virgin. Now that is really something. Only God can pull that off. This Christ child will be a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob out of the tribe of Judah. He is going to be a heir to King David's throne. This child is going to be born in Bethlehem. He will be displaced and live in Egypt for a while. You know... You know all this was foretold and actually happened just as it was said. Next week you're going to have another guest, Mr. Scrooge. And she will tell you exactly how this birth of the Savior came about. But I feel that I must move on to the end of the human life of our Savior. For, for that is also an important part of this Christmas story. For without knowing the, con the conclusion of the story, we will significantly lose the significance of the birth of our Savior. Many of my writings are found in a book called Isaiah. That book is found in a collection of books called the Bible. Well, to finish our discussion today, I would like I would like you to read a portion of my writings found in the 53rd chapter of my book. I think you will be surprised at what you find. So, God told you to write this, and you want me to read it. Isaiah chapter 53. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom the people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, 
have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. But by oppression and judgment he was taken away, yet who of this generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people he was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offspring and prolong his days, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he bore their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great. He will divide the spoils with the strong because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Now, now wait a minute, Isaiah. I don't hear much uh, about the birth or the nativity or ho-ho-ho or any of that Christmassy stuff. Where's the, the lights and the twinkle and the Christmas tree and the almighty presence? <coughs> this stuff sounds pretty bad. Let me see if I get this straight. The Messiah that you've been talking about willingly came to this earth. We rejected him, caused him great pain, and then he actually died for the very people who killed him. Exactly. But let me give you seven points of what from what you just read. Number one. Jesus was born as a regular, run-of-the-mill-looking person. It's true that Jesus was Emmanuel and truly God, but there was nothing in his appearance that would make us say, oh, that's the Messiah. Number two, Jesus, people did not want to see the Messiah. Jesus was despised and rejected. People hid their faces from him. We looked down on him. He was opposed, afflicted, and judged. Number three, Jesus, God of the flesh, was a man of suffering. He knew pain. He was pierced and crushed. He was punished. God caused him to suffer, and God crushed him. Number four. Jesus was cut off from the land of the living. He was killed. He was put into the grave of the wicked. In fact, he was put into a rich man's tomb. Number five. Jesus did no wrong. He was punished, suffered, and died for my sin and for your sin. Jesus took our pain, our suffering. He was pierced for our He was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities, that is our wrongdoing. The Lord laid on him the iniquities of us all. Number six, no one under heaven has the authority or power to make Jesus suffer for us. That was God's plan. God caused him to suffer and God crushed him. Number seven, the Lord made Jesus' life an offering for sin. We have all gone astray. The Lord laid on him our iniquity. We all deserve to be punished or even killed. 
by wounds we are healed. Jesus was killed in our place. We have been hurt for our struggles in this world. Jesus takes our pain and suffering. Well, Scrooge, do you get it? I must get back now. Why don't you explain to the people in your own words what I have said, and you will understand the importance of Christmas. We have seen and heard much today. Even an old codger like myself can begin to see the importance of Christ. If Jesus had never been born, then we would not have any way to get right with God. This Christ child is our salvation. You deserve to be punished and even killed for your sin. There was no way for you to make restitution with God. We were doomed to spend eternity separated from God unless God intervened somehow. That is why Jesus was born at Christmas. We needed someone to save us from our sin. Jesus was no normal boy. He was God and man. His mother a virgin. Jesus lived a life without sin. But when the religious leaders turned against him, he kept silent. He could have fought, but he willingly took upon himself our sins, my sins. They nailed him to the cross. He suffered and died for me and for you too. All we have to do is accept his forgiveness and he makes us right with God again. Because of Jesus, you can spend eternity in heaven. This is why Christmas is so important. God came to be with us knowing that he would have to die for us. So, what have we heard today and why does it matter to me? Well, Isaiah has really given Scrooge a lot to think about, and us too. It does not take much to see that Scrooge is disillusioned with all of the extra trappings that has become Christmas. He gets fed up with the greed, the selfishness, the stores taking advantage of the season to make more money. Even the lights and the decorations seem to be excessive to him. Do you ever get fed up with the extra trappings of Christmas? Question number two. How do you keep the excitement of Christmas without losing the true meaning of Christmas? You see, this child, born of a virgin, of the tribe of Judah, of the line of David, will be called Emmanuel. God didn't just create us and then step away. No, God became one of us. Question number three, how long has it been since you realized that there were over 300 prophecies about the Messiah and they were all fulfilled? Every one of them were fulfilled in Jesus. Question number four, can a child really be born of a virgin? How does that work? Question number five, what does it mean to you to know that God became one of us? Isaiah gave us some further purpose for the birth of Jesus. If we do not know the reason God sent his son, 
we don't know the true meaning of the birth. Jesus didn't appear looking like a Messiah, and the people did not even really want to find the Messiah. Jesus was despised and rejected and abused, oppressed and judged. He was a man of suffering, and he was punished and crushed and pierced. And the passage actually tells us that God caused Jesus to suffer. Jesus was killed and put in a rich man's tomb. He was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. God laid our sins on Jesus. He paid the price for our sin. You see, that's why the birth is so important. Jesus came born in a manger of a virgin because he was going to be the payment. His life was going to be the payment for our sins. The only way we can have a relationship with the one true God is through Jesus being born in a manger, living his life, and then dying on the cross and raising from the dead for our sins. The last four questions are question number six. Why did God send his only son, Jesus? Question number seven. Who made Jesus suffer? Number eight. Why would Jesus allow himself to be killed? Number nine. Why is Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection so important to you and so important to me. I would like to thank our guests, Scrooge and Isaiah, for joining us today. They have helped us to again see the importance of Christmas. I also thank you for being a part of our podcast today. Jesus, our friend that sticks closer than a brother, is God who became one of us to die for us, to pay the punishment that we deserve. I hope that you understand more about Christmas today. Christmas is important because Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. When we were lost in our sins and transgressions, Jesus was born, bringing hope to all people. Jesus lived a perfect, sinless life. He was arrested, falsely accused, beaten, and killed all to pay for our sins. Jesus is our Savior because He saves us from the judgment that we deserve. It's a free gift. John 3.16 tells us that all who believe in Jesus will be saved. If you've never made that decision, you can do so right now. I hope that you've seen that you're a sinner and that Jesus who never sinned was sent to die for you. If you want to receive that forgiveness, all you have to do is pray a simple prayer, and I'll pray that with you right now. Jesus, I realize that I'm a sinner. I understand that you never sinned and that you allowed yourself to die on the cross, taking the sins of the world on you. Please forgive me for my sins. Send your spirit to come into my heart so that I can live in the freedom from sin that only you can give. Thank you for making me new. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, you have made the most important decision you will ever make. You are a new creation. Your sins are forgiven, and you are promised eternal life with Jesus forever. 
Welcome to the family of God. Now you can truly enjoy Christmas for all that it was meant to be. Thank you for listening to the A Friend For You podcast. You are part of a movement striving to bring the message of Jesus to a hopeless world. I would like to encourage you to please share this podcast with three people this week. It could change their view of Christmas forever too. Also, drop a message on the Friend For You Facebook page and let us know what you think of the current series. And also let us know if you have any prayer requests. Merry Christmas.